Grab your cocktail shaker, kick back, and get ready for the big fat party. Greg and his band of unintelligibles are back, mixing, drinking, reviewing, and discussing Bloody Marys and all that goes with them. My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you'll never drink alone. Welcome to my Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where, no, you won't ever drink alone. Mm -mm. We're coming to you from the studios of the Bloody Mary concert series here in La Crosse, Wisconsin. This is a a live, breathing venue where live music is uh, performed and enjoyed, and we have an announcement to make today. We've got a show coming up. Yeah. Willie Wisely out of St. Paul, Minnesota. An amazing performer. Uh, if you haven't heard of the guy, look him up. He's got some great videos. Um, and go to the Bloody Mary Concert Series.com, and we're going to have tickets available pretty soon. That is happening on July 9th. We what, can, what day of the week is July 9th? July 9th is a Saturday. A Saturday. Awesome. A Saturday. Yep. It'll be evening. It's going to be a full band, five-piece set, you know, with a drum kit and electric bass and guitar. And Willie is very animated, you know. So normally we can do about 50 people, but he needs to move around. So we may only sell 40 tickets for this one. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. But that's going to be a great show. And it's going to sell out. I know I've already got one person committed to 15 tickets. So oh. um, it'll go fast. Wow. But Yep, uh, Bloody Mary Concert Series, check it out, Willie Wisely, live July 9th. We love recording here. I, I don't know. I love recording here, Mike. I do, too. Yeah. My favorite studio in town. Oh, my guest is Mike Scott, and uh, I, God, I always appreciate you coming by and, and uh, helping me with the heavy lifting, Mike. <laughs> uh, well, you know, there are, there are sacrifices that need to be made in life, and mm-hmm. sometimes I have to go and drink Bloody Marys with my friend Greg and thousands of his followers, <laughs> but... I don't, not everyone needs will do to it. be done. Yep. Well, I appreciate you uh, answering the call. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to, I want to talk to you about some ideas we've been bouncing around a little bit. Mike and I have been drinking since what, 9 a.m. this morning? Somewhere around there. And the ideas we've been coming up with have, I think some of them make sense. But um, before we get into that, uh, I want to touch base on this thing that you're doing with these walking tours here in yes. La Crosse. Can you. Uh, in case somebody hasn't listened to the couple episodes where we talked about it, what the hell is that all about? So I do the Ghost of Historic Lacrosse walking tour downtown. Whole thing started 10 years ago. The So I'm a writer and a storyteller here in town, and the library came to me and said, listen, we want to do a dark lacrosse walking tour. And that was stories of murders and arson and prostitution and, you know, everything you, you know, look for in, in, in a, a weekend uh, town here. So yeah. uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so they were real popular. Um, yeah. And uh, we did a lot of those as a walking tour. And then we put it on stage. and We've done several stage productions and it's. Um, it's been featured with the Lacrosse Tribune, so kind of a podcast uh, type. Uh, yeah. So they've been used that way. Anyway, so those are popular. But I'm a storyteller, and I knew of ghost mm. stories in the downtown. Yeah. So this is my fifth year, um, and uh, five years ago, I went to the library. I said, "Listen, let's do a ghost walking tour, and a little bit of money goes back to the library, so it's kind of a fundraiser for them." 
and uh, lot, lots of fun and uh, great, really good ghost stories. Um, mm-hmm. And they are real. I did not make these up. I know you find that hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> But they, uh, they either came from uh, old newspaper accounts of hauntings here in the downtown. I mean, I, when I talk about old, I was like 1862 back then. Oh, my God. I was still in grade school. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then to build the rest of the tour, I just, well, again, work needed to be done. So I went to a lot of bars, and I talked to bartenders and owners of businesses and waitstaff. Yeah. And I collected their stories of the paranormal, and yeah. uh, lots of fun. And uh, so, do them periodically throughout the summer. Once we get closer to Halloween, I really put my head down, and yeah. I'll do a lot of them. But uh, lots of fun. Yeah. And awesome. I love it. And we're getting a lot more local listeners to the podcast than than we used to have. Um, so, if somebody was going to come visit Lacrosse or, or lived in Lacrosse and they wanted to check out one of these tours. What, uh, how do they do it? Well, you, uh, if you go to the public library website, um, you'll find a link there. It's, it's uh, Footsteps of Lacrosse, hmm. um, and you will find by the ghost tour and then architecture tour um, uh, is one of the things. And there's um, there are other uh, tours, you know, surrounding uh, lacrosse history. So very informative. And, you know, especially if you have people visiting our town, it really, yeah. the ghost tour and these, these other tours, I mean, you really get a sense of, of you know, who we were and who we are now. Um, and, uh, you know, Lacrosse was a, just a really rowdy town. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was... It's a river town. And, uh, <laughs> river towns, I think, kind of have a reputation for that sort of thing, yeah. Are there any current brothel tours? There are no brothel tours because most of <laughs> no, them. No, I mean brothel. operating current brothels, Mike. <laughs> no. no. Okay, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you could get like a punch card or something for it. <laughs> but uh, uh, most of the brothels uh, back then were right up along the river. So where the, the Weber Center is right now, uh, yeah. that was the red light district. Um, oh. So about 1890. Mm-hmm. If you would arrive on a, a log of or a raft of logs or come in on by train, uh, <clears throat> there would be forty to fifty brothels operating in the city. Holy cow! So yes. Wow, wow. Well, uh, interesting. So you and I have been kicking around this idea, and I'm interested to hear what our listeners think about it. Recording some of these. Uh, podcasts on location, perhaps at a, a downtown storefront, perhaps at a bar, if you know of a cool brothel, I don't care. <laughs> but is that something our listeners uh, would be interested in attending in person, uh, actually seeing how the sausage is made? You know, <laughs> I'd like your feedback. So we're there's a few places that you can reach us through. One, of course, is through the uh, Bloody Mary Enthusiasts Unite uh, group, but you know we also have the friends of the My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast. That's another group. Yes, um, and that that's a little bit smaller group, a little easier for me to follow. So if you're looking for a quick answer, 
you could go on there. Uh, but I'd love to hear people's ideas. Is that is that something you'd find interesting? Would you oh, want to? Oh, absolutely. Sh- yeah, I sure absolutely. would. And uh, I'm working on um, a little project that I won't tip my hand on too much. Uh, that is, it's going to be a tour of some Bloody Marys here in town. So we'll we'll reveal a bit more of that as it unfolds. And if you're wondering, how do these guys? <clears throat> How do they get all these great ideas? You know, how are they so excited about this? What is fueling all of this energy? I'll tell you right now what it is. Wait, maybe you'll tell. Uh, no, I will tell you. It is it is the Lacrosse Distillery's Field Notes vodka, <laughs> yeah. without question. Uh, so this is a corn-based vodka that is exactly that, one hundred percent Midwestern organic yellow dent corn. And besides the yeast and the enzymes that they use to break down the sugar in the corn, there is absolutely nothing else used in making this spirit. And it's it's double distilled, so it's it's smooth and f- just it's filtered for just a nice easy finish, and really. A, a, a perfect companion to a lot of these Bloody Mary mixes that we've uh, we've reviewed. Yeah, it really is, and I, I'll tell you what I mixed myself a martini with it the other night. Holy cow! It, it, I'm I'm a big fan of Kettle One, and I'll use that in my uh, martinis, and, and there are a few others I really like. But the Field Notes, what a unique and fresh citrusy profile that this has it oh my god it's really good if you haven't tried it and i've noticed some of the people on the uh bloody mary enthusiasts have been posting pictures of it they've been buying it they've been discovering it and liking it yep um and i think most most people will they have a so i'm going to talk with christian from uh, the lacrosse distillery next week so uh next our next episode We'll take a deep dive, and he'll kind of explain why it is the way it is uh, way better than I could. But uh, they, they really put a lot of time and thought into it, and it's got a great uh, price point, too. So we talked about our partnership, and I think a lot of our listeners, maybe all of them, because we get 100, 150 to 200 people a day joining that uh, Bloody Mary Enthusiast Unite so I, maybe I don't need to ring that bell so much for people to join because I, I think they probably already have. But that's a that's a good place to keep up on some of the stuff we're doing. And also the friends of my Big Fat Buddy Mary podcast. And so I'm doing a, a little contest. And um, I have these stickers and we've talked about them. And they're very well received. But uh, I'm going to do just a, a little giveaway. And uh, I'm going to – five people can win – a little five pack of these nice vinyl stickers. Nice. So, yep, all you got to do, go on to the Friends of My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast or Bloody Mary Enthusiast Partnership and just show us a picture of your Bloody Mary and put a hashtag on there. Hashtag MBFBM, My Big Fat Bloody Mary. Hashtag that. I'll find that. And the first five people to do it, I'm going to just send you out. A five-pack of these stickers. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's just a selfless thing that I'm doing. I'm happy, <laughs> happy to do it. Well, we had a great time uh, last week, did we not? We were reviewing Southern Roots uh, Bloody Mary Mix. Got some good marks. Fantastic, yeah. Yeah. Liked it a lot. 
Go back and take a listen to that one. I think I threw a big liquor song on at the end of that one, too. Um, but today, let's get going, man. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we're sitting here with empty glasses for crying out loud. I'm starting to get the shakes. Yeah, right. <laughs> so today we're going to review uh, Rob Saul's Bloody Mary, um, Silk City Cocktail uh, mixer. Now, Silk City is the company that bottles and, and markets it. And I met Rob through that very uh, Bloody Mary Enthusiasts uh, Unite group that we talked about. So yeah, Rob was a contributor there, and we, we kind of met that way. And uh, he, Rob saw he's kind of a big deal. He's got his own radio show. He's got a YouTube channel. Uh, and, and you can look him up. Uh, I was actually a guest on his show just uh, two weeks ago. And, oh, nice. Yeah, if you want to check that out. His show is a little more edgy than ours. Oh. I, I think we're almost G-rated compared to some of the stuff. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Um, so uh, you can check him out there and, and probably find some more about the product. But it is brand spanking new. This, this, is a, this is a mix that's right out of the blocks and... It is evolving as we speak. He and I have been talking back and forth a little bit. I gave him a little feedback. Maybe try this, maybe try that. But um, I think it's exciting to get right in on the ground floor of, of a mix like this that's uh, brand spanking new. It is. And I tell you what, I love the label. Yeah. So it's uh, just it's a picture of a, a very, um, very hip-looking vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and his victim, and yeah, uh, Rob Saul's Bloody Mary, a Silk City cocktail mixer, and it comes in a hip flask shaped yeah. bottle. And it threw me off a little bit because I thought, boy, that's not going to make very right. much of a bloody, but it it's concentrated. It's a concentrate. Yes. Yep. That might not be immediately clear, but that's exactly what it is. It's a concentrate. And I played around a little bit uh, as to the ratios. And what I came up with, you know, you take that, what is it, 46-ounce can of uh, Sacramento or the standard mm-hmm. can of tomato juice. And I added two full ounces is kind of what I found to be my sweet spot. Okay. That's what we have here today. That's what we're going to be drinking. But we've also got the little hip flask here. And if you're feeling like you need a little extra dose, okay, you know, go for it. And... That's one of the beauties of a powdered or a concentrate is that you can uh, adjust it yes. you know, to personal taste rather than, all right, here's the bottle, you know, this is, right. this is what this it is. is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to wax Donald uh, Rumsfeldian, but if you try to please everybody, you know, somebody's going to be disappointed. Absolutely. So I, this can be kind of a good way to go. Should we give it a try? Yes. All right. I would tell you what, uh, if you wouldn't mind just sort of looking through the ingredients, talking a little bit about oh, that. I would while love to. I yes, actually, I took, a, I took a peek at this earlier, and I'm excited because, I first of all, but this big thing with me, I, I like to be able to pronounce all the words on the ingredients list, and this one I can. Nice. We've got, we got tomatoes, jalapeno, and habanero peppers. Uh, and horseradish, uh, vegan Worcestershire, A1 sauce, uh, pickle brine, lemon and lime juice, celery salt, and Old Bay. 
Oh, yes. I'm a huge fan of the old day. I am, too. They've got their own infused vodka now. I heard about that. I've been trying like hell to get a free bottle of that. If anyone's listening, uh, you know, that happens to work <laughs> for that company, we're now accepting. All right, well, I've mixed this up in advance. The ratio I talked about, two ounces to a 46, or what is it, 48-ounce can. And we're going to just try it uh, as it is. No, no vodka. Yes. And this is mixed with tomato juice. We're going to mix it up a little bit, do some different stuff today, too. I thought it would be fun to drop acid. <laughs> I'm kidding. Of course I'm kidding. We're not really using tomato juice. Actually, I was just reading an article about who is that? There's a pitcher, Ellis. Oh, <laughs> pitch the no-hitter? on acid? Yeah, wow. I guess there's a documentary that's supposed to be really good. I, I haven't seen it. All right. Let's get back to this blood. It's not. It's spicy, isn't it? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. He says that disclaimer. He's like, it, just so you know, this is spicy. I and was not expecting that because yeah. there are there's not a lot floating around in this. It's pretty. No, right. The mix itself is uh, very blended, and uh, I think it's it's almost a puree. Wouldn't you describe right. it? And I know there's jalapeno peppers, and there's one and other... habanero. And habanero peppers. You taste those right away. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some real spice there. I like that. Not, mm -hmm. I, Lynn would be running for the hills right now, <laughs> probably. But does he even grind up pickles in there? I think he does. Uh, he had a pickle brine, but mm. I don't think he has... What's the pickle brine? So, yeah, Whoa. it's... um. It's very pepper forward. Yes. Uh, and it is very much the back of the tongue, back of the throat kind of a heat. And it is, I'll tell you what it's sending me running for. <laughs> the beer chaser. Absolutely. Yeah. And we have. Oh, this we're is in luck. Driftless, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, yeah, we have a new partnership with. The Driftless Brewing Company out of Soldier's Grove. Let me pour you one of these. So, yeah, if you don't know, uh, and I'll confess, I didn't know a lot about the Driftless Brewing Company of Soldier's Grove. Uh, it's a local Southwest brewery out of Wisconsin, and it's also a destination tap room. They focus on supporting local regional farms, co-ops and businesses with their ingredient purchases. I think this is cool. 80 to 90% of their ingredients are locally sourced, which I think is also the case with uh, our field notes uh, or lacrosse distillery. You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm yep. almost certain that uh, yep. they are um, very much local. Yep, I'm all about it. So the, the, the beer that we're having as a chaser today, and I do my best to try to pair these, you know, uh, along with what we're having. And I knew this one had some spice. Uh, and so what we're having is the Saison. Now, I don't know how to pronounce this. It's called Saison de Jardin. Is, it, is that French, Mike? I don't know. Parlez-vous français? I don't know. I, I did don't. not take French. But it's a, a Saison. Uh, and they describe it as a farmhouse-style ale. Uh, with a lovely combination of stone fruit flavors and gentle spice, finishes crisp and dry. So yes, it does. I can't wait to take a drink of it because this stuff's kind of spicy. Did I mention <laughs> <Really>? that? Yes. <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> wow. 
wow, my my uh, nasal cavity is just mm-hmm. opening up whole new levels here. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, this is. Oh, it's sold as an antihistamine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this beer a lot too. I got it nice and cold. You know, it's been sitting in that cooler uh, and on ice. And a farmhouse ale that's nice and cold, really refreshing, clears that palate really mm-hmm. nicely. And, and yeah, a little, some fruit flavors, but not in an IPA fruity kind of way. No. Almost no. more of like in a cold basement, uh, mom's preserved peaches kind of way. Right. It's almost has a kind of a, a cider uh yeah, maybe that's more it. to a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. That's it's kind not... of an all-dayer there, that lager. <laughs> hmm. I, what we've done, obviously, is just mixed this concentrate. This is Rob Saul's Bloody Mary mix. Uh, we've mixed it as close to how he suggested with my own little tweak a little bit. Um, I backed off a little bit from what he recommended. So imagine... How spicy it would be, <laughs> or imagine this. This it, it, this comes in a little hip flask, and I, how many ounces is this? Like, is uh, your eyesight's better than mine? Is it uh, six ounces or something like that? Six point five. Six point five. A lot of people have been confused, and they look at the bottle, and they say, "Well, God, that's like one drink. Can you imagine pouring an entire drink?" <laughs> Wow. I have to think maybe it's pre-mixed. Um, exactly, it, yeah. It, yeah. It blow your head off. <laughs> but There I, should be a disclaimer on this bottle. Yeah, I like this spice. I don't know how yeah, you feel about it. Oh, I like it a lot. Shoot from the hip, Mike. You know, we don't no, no, sure I coat here. I like it. Mmm. <sighs> yeah, I like it too. And I have I see we've both finished off our, you know, tomato juice um, and mix which has me hankering for a little field notes. Absolutely. Organic Ooh. corn vodka. I can't wait to talk with Christian. He and I have had some discussions already, but he's going to be on the show next week, and well, we're going to take some deep dives into what goes into this stuff. I have no idea. Yeah, he, uh, He's a lot smarter than I am. So let's, uh, let's introduce some uh, field notes organic vodka and see how that affects the... The profile. There you are, sir. A little more of a mix so you're not drinking straight vodka. Not that we're above it, of course. <laughs> For now. Yeah. And if you'd like to, I've got a cocktail shaker if you want to roll that thing or use that stir stick that God gave you. <laughs> I meant your finger. I'm going to roll mine. And that's not a bad idea. I like rolling them. We had discussions about this, but the beauty of of that is you're not shaking it up and making it all frothy. Um, But it's, it's, um, it's distributing all the ingredients evenly, but it's also chilling, too, at the same time. So, so now we've added the vodka. Let's give it a taste. Wow. I like that. Yeah. It takes a little of the bite off. It does. Yeah. It go ahead. But it has a has a very fresh taste to it. It's, it's yes. Like it, 
it sweetens a little, freshens it. And for me, and I don't know if it's the acid kicking in, but it seems like it's pushing the spice to the sides of my mouth instead of the back of my throat. Right. And the walls are actually melting, which is surprising to me at this time. <laughs> oh, of course we don't advocate the use of illicit drugs. We're just joking. Mm. But they've always worked for me. <laughs> right. Yeah, so the, the vodka makes it fresher, uh, slightly less spicy, but it doesn't kill it. I mean, it's no, still it doesn't. alive and spicy. The spice kind of catches up at the end a little bit. You catching that too? Yes. I know. I know. My first drink, I thought, oh, well, that really cut the spice. And then, no, no, it's coming right back like, oh, no, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm oh, still yeah. around. You're not done yet. Let's, I, a little bit of the farmhouse ale here. Uh, we're probably going to open a sup- second bottle of this beer, aren't we? <laughs> I know how this goes. <laughs> I haven't had a bad beer yet from uh, Driftless. Uh-uh. I think this is the third one we've featured so far, and everyone's been a hit. Yeah. Well, as we enjoy this, um, and and I went ahead and gave us a full uh, pour. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more uh, about the, the the company and how they're coming along. Now he's uh, he's got his bottler that he works with, and he um, he's a bartender at a fairly well known casino. It, which he hasn't disclosed the name of. I think he's uh-huh. maybe contractually <laughs> forbidden or, or something, but uh, it, it's uh, a fairly well-known place. And he is kind of in con- constant contact with uh, the uh, Silk City sauce company, tweaking, and he, they'll give him a batch, and he'll, he'll try it, and then he'll say, well, add more of this. And um, so what we're having right now might be different than, than what's available uh, a month from now, but uh, I, I find that exciting too. You know, that's he's getting feedback and and he's asking a lot of people, me included, you included, and and he seems like a guy that's really listening. You know, which yeah. is smart. Yeah. Uh, yep. And uh, you know, this retails for ten bucks for a bottle, and I haven't done all the math on this. I apologize, but if it's six ounces uh, and two ounces go into a forty-eight ounce can. You know, it's, it's going to last you yeah. a little while. Yeah. So that seems competitively priced. One thought I had is, oddly enough, it's not terribly salty. No, uh, it's I, not. Actually, uh, I wouldn't mind a little more salt. So, and we'll, if you would indulge me, uh, at a little bit after, well, after the next thing, we'll try it with Clamato. I mixed it up with some Clamato, which has got a little bit more, you know... Um, savory salty profile yes and uh, i'm anxious to see what you think of that but short of that when i was uh, on his show live i spontaneously thought god this would be good with tequila so i tried it that way so i've also brought a bottle of tequila so (laughs) you're i hope you're committed here i'm gonna have you here you know drinking for a good chunk of the day like so let's let's finish up what we have here I think we're both liking this with the bottle. Oh, yes, I, very much. Mm-hmm. Enough of that. Now, on to this. Well, there we go. We've just enjoyed a, a full glass of Rob Saul's Bloody Mary mix 
with some Field Notes vodka. We both liked it. We found it did some interesting things with the spice and the flavor. I, I liked it. It's a lot of fun. But you know what's, what's more fun than tequila? <laughs> you want to try it with a little tequila? I do. That's what I did the other night when I was on his show. Rob Saul, the Rob Saul show is on, gosh, is it every Tuesday night at, shit, 9.30? Uh, look it up, the Rob Saul okay. show. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty fun. Those guys are, they're a little bit nuts. I enjoy them a lot. So here's a, this is a Blanco. And we're going to just give it a, a try with that. And until the Lacrosse Distillery comes up with a tequila, we'll just have to make do. So there we go. We've added the, the tequila to the mix in a very similar ratio to how we enjoyed the vodka version. Whoa. I like that better. That is completely different. Isn't it? I, what happened to all that spice? It's, I, it may come back later. Oh, it's, oh, there it's it is. still there. Tick, 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 tick. Okay. Yeah. But that, that first drink has just that nice, fresh Mexican flavor. Yes. I, I, yeah, I think it adds just a lot more to it. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. But it's totally different, though, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean... It's a Bloody Maria. That's what you you know technically call that. And our next, we're gonna try it with clamato. Oh, I should have warned you. Yeah, no, you're in for the the full <laughs> count. Then we're gonna try it with brandy, and I think you're gonna love it with the bourbon, Mike. But don't judge it yet because when we mix it with rum, yeah, well, <laughs> you'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Today's episode is going to run four hours, so I hope everyone is strapped in and <laughs> ready <laughs> to listen to us pass out on the air. Yeah. Hmm. Hello, Uber. <clears throat> yeah. So this is something I did spontaneously when I was talking to Rob on, on the Rob Saul show. Um, I don't know why. I, I Just tasting those peppers, the second ingredient, you know, is... Uh, a mix of habanero and jalapeno peppers. And I thought, man, this kind of cries for some tequila. So I went and grabbed some while we were talking and added it. And uh, I said, yeah, if you haven't tried it this way, you should. The one thing I would add is, is a wedge of lime. Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. And I apologize that I don't have one sitting right here. Oh, that's all right. This is a complex mix, isn't it? It really is. There's just a lot going on there. It's uh, very interesting. What I find interesting is we, we drank the mix straight. Yeah. And that had a distinct flavor. We added the Field Notes vodka, changed it up, it up um, real spicy. Yeah. Now with the tequila. Right. I don't get as much spice. You haven't even touched your chaser since <laughs> starting with the tequila. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> This is strange. I, I love this, the complexity of this cocktail, the Bloody Mary, you know? I mean, I, you have a Manhattan, oh, that's too much sweet vermouth, or that bourbon is kind of rough, but you don't have an experience where, oh, now the spices are running around my lips and, you know, just sort of the sides of my mouth, whereas before, I mean, right? Like, I'm feeling it on my lips. 
Yes. Um, and a little bit more of the mid-tongue, very different from very having different. it uh, on its own and, and with vodka. I'd say it's tamed the spice, wouldn't you? Yes. Oh, well, having finished Rob Saul's Bloody Mary mix with tequila, uh, I am a big fan, and I'm advising our listeners to try it with tequila. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I, I posed a question onto our favorite group, Bloody Mary Enthusiasts Unite. Our drinking buddies. Our drinking buddies, all 37,000 of them. And the question was, if you had a bottle of field notes, a jug of tomato juice, and a glass, and could only have one other ingredient, and you're going to call it a Bloody Mary, what would that ingredient be? We got 103 responses so far. Uh, <laughs> Is that wow. right? You know, I, there were, I, I, a couple of things came to mind. I'm seeing a lot of those here. Yep. Um, our friend from from New Orleans said just fresh lemon juice. That would be it for her. Was that Nola Purple Cat? That would be, yes. <laughs> oh, man. She's such a friend of the podcast. I, I always enjoy <laughs> her contributions. Um, Jeff Deere Worcestershire. He said, he said that, and that's, I, I thought that might be the one, number one answer. I think that's what I would pick, honestly. But I'm seeing a lot of horseradish as well. Uh, now, uh, Lynn Fritz, you, you're kind of cheating. She says Dimitri's Concentrate. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not really one ingredient, but I like, I like her thinking on that. Right. Uh, I like uh, I like Gary Stoller's response. More vodka. That's the one <laughs> ingredient. Hey, Gary, you need to come to the Willie Wisely show on July 9th because I think we can hang. I I, I like so your too. thinking on that. I think so too. <laughs> A lot of you know, <clears throat> uh, lime juice, uh, pickle juice. Mm-hmm. Lots of good answers here. Yeah, so you're kind of getting a feel for what people's favorites are. I think. Yep. So while you were, uh, you know, uh, wasting your time on the internet on Facebook there, I went ahead and poured you a drink that I'm anxious for you to try. So what I did was I took Rob Saul's Bloody Mary mix, and instead of mixing it with tomato juice, I used Clamato. Our Canadian friends, they're going to call that a Caesar. Caesar, yes. And we used uh, La Crosse Distillery's organic Field Notes vodka with it. And I think you're going to like it. I don't know. Are you kidding me? That is a completely different tasting yet. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Wow. Or is it? I don't know. You said different. I guess you didn't no. say it was better or anything. It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is alchemy. This is... <laughs> right. I, I... We're making gold here. <laughs> but it, it, I think it tones down the spice considerably. It does. And that, I don't know if that's the higher salt content of the Clamato or what. Yeah. Amazing the difference. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. I, 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 it, it could be that I've been drinking too long now, but I, I'm, I'm losing the spice. <laughs> You've built up an immunity. I may have. It could be. It could be. I mean, it's there. I taste the peppers, but it's just it's just not as intense. 
You know, that's funny. It is. It's still there, but it, it yeah. takes longer to arrive, right? I, I think that's the salt. And I, as I mentioned earlier, it's not often that I have a Bloody Mary mix and I think, God, that needs more salt. I mean, I'm the guy saying, <laughs> okay, you know, tomato juice, it's got salt. Worcestershire, it's got salt. Celery salt, it's more salt than celery, let's face it. You know, all these <laughs> ingredients keep adding salt. So I'm the guy trying to, I grind my own celery seeds and I'm trying to back off. But every now and again, like a mix like this, I think, actually, it could actually yeah. use a little more salt. So I think the Clamato is bringing that to it, and it does. Uh, I'm no chemist, but there, there is something happening there that changes the profile, the spice profile of this mix. <clears throat> okay, we've had a ball, and i got, I got to ask a question to you, and I want you to be totally honest, and I always do. That's one thing about this show. We do not pull punches. If we have a shitty mix, we will call it out, or, or if something's wrong about it. And I, I made a few suggestions where this might be tweaked a little better. But bottom line, you're in the grocery store. You're at, you know, around here we've got a Woodman's, we've got Festival, and you see this on the shelf for 10 bucks. Are you buying it? I'm buying it. You're buying it? I am buying it. I am too. I am too. I'd keep it around just for, like I said, you know, some uh, buffalo wings, making a bloody. Yeah, I think it's a good buy. And I, I would buy it and serve it to my friends that I know are Bloody Mary fans. I think, right. I mean, real connoisseurs, uh, because I, the, I think that spice would chase mm -hmm. away. It's not an entry-level mix. No. So if people want to find out more about what Rob's got going, uh, you can go to uh, Rob, Rob Saul show on, on YouTube. He's got videos uh, or live uh, pod or what do you call that? A video cast? A vlog? Is a that what it is? A vlog, yeah. 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 Um, and you can go to Silk City Hot Sauce, which is, is where he, he sells the product. And here's a little inside scoop. For our listeners, you can get a 15% discount if you use the code Rob Drops Acid. <laughs> <laughs> and I am kidding about that. No, the code is Rob, R-O-B. So if you go to the website and you, you make a purchase and then uh, there, there's a little box there where you can put in a discount code. Right. R-O-B. R-O-B. And you're going to get 15% off. Oh, that's awesome. Tell them Greg sent you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've really enjoyed this mix. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you very much, Mike. And do you want to give us again, how can people get in on one of these uh, tours that you do here in La Crosse, Wisconsin? Well, footstepsoflacrosse.org. Footsteps. Uh, footsteps of, of La Crosse. Of lacrosse.org. Dot org. Okay. <laughs> Hey, uh, next week we're going to really get our stuff together, though. And we're going to review Lovejoy's Bloody Mary mix. And I don't want to tell you anything about that mix right now. But I'm going to have, I swear to God, it's getting to be a running joke. Because we had Christian uh, from the Lacrosse Distillery on the docket now for, I think, about a year and a half. <laughs> and, uh, but... I, we, we've confirmed it now. He he is. He's going to be here. 
And we're going to go uh, some deep dive into distilling and different spirits. And we're going to review Lovejoy's uh, Bloody Mary mix. So I hope everybody can uh, tune in next week. And I look forward to talking with you guys on those groups that we talked about. And thank you, Mike. I always appreciate you helping me out. <laughs> I, I, I do know that Christian works a lot harder than I do. <laughs> I think he does. Yeah, Greg calls. Can you do a Bloody Mary podcast? Absolutely. I will be there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Christian's like, well, I have to work. I have, there are things I have to do. Me, I'm <laughs> a man of leisure. I, I'm like a puppy. You know, you want to take a ride in the car? I'm it. Yeah, right. You'll even ride in the trunk. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and uh, we look forward to uh, hanging out with you next week.